Another episode of Chris Today's Reality Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Feltz, and my co-host, and very good friend, is the wonderful Mr. Dave Horrocks. Wow. Hey there, Chris. Hello to all <laughs> out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Love Island UK Series 8, Episode 4. Chris, we were teased with movie night, but we saw a whole bunch of other stuff before that. So where would you like to start today? Well, this is going to be a contentious one, I think, Dave, because of the whole how I feel about Luca. But for the first 10 minutes of this episode, I ended up agreeing with him because we got the recoupling and we got the two Islanders who left. Not the recoupling, sorry, the two evictions. So we lost Josh and we also lost Coco. Now, obviously, Coco will go down in Love Island folklore, Dave, mainly for her cleavage, unfortunately, <laughs> or, you know, and her dialogue. We all know she was a plant from day one. Didn't buy her, didn't really like her at all, but completely understands she had to be there. And she was good, good TV because it created one of the best moments in Love Island ever, without a doubt. Um, but, yep. Yep. But, you know, Tasha and Andrew have just done this whole hunt the fimble bollocks in the previous episode. So we're like, great, no problem. They're, they're loved up together, everything. And then she does the same thing she does all the time because she doesn't get her own way. She starts crying and putting the tears on. And it's all like me, me, me. And obviously she's never had anybody in her life telling her. And, I've, and I'm going to call out Gemma in that slightly, but I, I do agree with what, I agree with what Luca's dialogue was probably the wrong time and also the, one of the biggest hypocrites in the fucking villa. So it was difficult for me to side with him, but I think his intentions were correct. They are sick to death of her fucking faux crying at anything. Oh my God, th the clouds have gone in. Why always me? I can't get suntan. You know, this sort of shit we've seen for seven weeks, no matter what it is, she has to turn the waterworks on. And I know I'm not a fan and these people out there are like saying, you know, we go hard and other people are going quite hard on it. But it's it's an immaturity thing. You know, and I, you know, I, I, I'll be honest with you, I can be silly at times, even at 43, I can be quite immature at times, Dave. We all have that silliness in us. But I think we've heard, the, the, I agreed with Luca, but I don't like Luca. And then later on, Luca proved himself again to be a complete cock. <laughs> but at that point, I agreed with him. And what annoyed me was Dammy and Gemma having a go at him saying, you shouldn't have done this, you shouldn't have done that. And I'm thinking, but you're the problem because you're allowing Tasha to have this whole childish tantrum continually, not just you, the other people, and they let her do it, let it get out of the system, but they don't tell her. And sometimes you've got to be harsh with people and say, you've got to fucking stop being a dick. And that was the point. I think what he was trying to say is you've just got with Andrew. They're supposed to be the happiest moment in the villa. It doesn't matter if you both get voted off. You're supposed to be here for love. He was sort of playing the game for himself, but he was saying to her, well, why are you bothered? And, and again, it was Tasha, for me, exposing her game plan, Dave. You know, I, I've thought about this quite a lot and I really trying to be objective and stand a long way back from it because I'll be honest, I was watching it and like you, my goat was definitely with Luca and I, I kind of still feel like it is. And you could say, well, if you've got nothing good to say, she's clearly upset, just walk away, just leave her to it, you know, I don't think it was Luca on his own who was coming to that conclusion. No. He was just verbalizing it and saying it. 
And yeah, you can look at it and say, well, she should have those, you know, it, it wasn't even harsh truth. She was like, oh, I'm being attacked. You're not really though, are you? You know, and that, that in itself, I think is a little clue into how she interacts. And I don't know, I, I'm looking at, you know, there's all these like appreciation polls and stuff for, uh, and threads on Reddit for Tasha and like her dad's come out and said, imagine growing up, you know, not being able to hear and stuff. And I, I don't know. I, the problem is I, I can only look at the world through my own eyes. So I can't, I can't have that perspective. I don't know what it's like to grow up like that, but I kind of feel like if you treat someone like they've got a disability and that you make all these allowances, you know, and, and basically a dad had put up this picture of her and like little princess, you know, with the butterfly wings and stuff. I had my daughter in almost exactly the same thing. Um, I don't know. Do you, do you just foster this spoiled child or, or should we watching it? Should we make allowances should we say, oh, well, yeah, she's got a disability, so we'll treat her differently? Should we treat her differently? I, I've been having all these thoughts. I'm, I'm bored. I feel like I'm being incoherent, Chris, but I've really been trying hard to, to stand back and look at it from different ways. But I have to say, where my mind is, I'm still with, I'm still kind of with Luca, but I still think she's basically, she probably has been brought up in a very, she comes across, like she's spoiled, you know, like if things don't go away, there's definitely a, a emotional immaturity there and things don't go the way that she wants. Then, then the tears come out, you know, and the flip flopping is fucking relentless. Right? She's she, one minute. She's the happiest she's ever been. The next minute she's distraught because she's in the bomb three again. And, you know, she's been there several times, but, but then I'll flip to the other side and think, well, does she have like an inferiority complex? Is she thinking that the people don't like her because of her disability? Is that what's in her head? Is that really touching a nerve for her? The reality is it's got fuck all to do with that. <laughs> it's her behavior. That's why she doesn't come across well. Um, and I don't buy this thing that she's being made out to be a villain. She's not a villain. She's just fucking annoying. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like I said, I mean, all around the place, Chris, and then probably ended up back at the same spot. I must admit, Dave, and what you're saying, I, I think that that's a very good point. I just felt like I needed to go and have a shower because I was agreeing with Luca because he's he is toxic. He he was right what he was saying. Sometimes you've you know you've just got to stop skating around the houses because Danica had said it when the afterwards the girls were all sat together. Danica was. Uh, talking and she was explaining it in India said it and sort of rolled her eyes so I think it's one of them things they're having to deal with Tasha every single day and and not just Tasha other people within the villa it's easy for us to judge easy for me to say yeah yeah you know a lot of things but the more it goes on it's the same thing it's like I think he was intentions were right it, it obviously probably was at the wrong time like you said you're probably right is just let her fucking blow off steam because as the episode went on, you know, we got the Andrew and Tasha. We love each other, which I was like, oh, this is this is marvellous because I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> we sure a movie night is going to fuck this all up, to be honest. 
<laughs> oh, absolutely. But yeah, they, like when they're in bed and they're being all giggly, I love you. Um, I, I, and it's just like, what did that did that thing before not happen then? You had your little tantrum and now you're absolutely fine. I, I think I agree about the Luca thing. I mean, it, it, like you say, just because I, I agree or, or not I agree, I can kind of see where he was coming from. I don't think he was doing it for any kind of uh, moral reasons, try and, you know, help Tasha understand, you know, this, this put things in perspective was his general message, wasn't it? It's like, well, and and he was doing it in a questioning way, which is like, well, hang about you. You're acting like you're on cloud nine, and then now you're down in the in the dumps. But you know, he he's doing it just because he's annoyed by her. He doesn't like her, so his he, kind of reasons for doing it, I think, are questionable. Um, but yeah, I I think let's let's see where they go. <laughs> but yeah, when they were getting all cozy, I'm thinking, I Chris, I was so excited. I had my bottle of red and everything. I was like, movie night is coming. I've just been so waiting for it. And there there are specific scenes that I thought they'd show. You know, we got to see a couple. I did think they were going to leave us on the cliffhanger because they're a bunch of bastards, and they did because they're a bunch of bastards. Um, so, you know, but when Tasha and, and Andrew were in bed, I was like, oh, he's going to come up. He's going to be, you know, when he's fucking heavy petting in the pool with Coco in particular, I think they're going to show that, or I hope they're going to show that. Um, so, yeah, I was really looking forward to it. And you know what, though, Dave, as well, what was interesting was, and I want your opinion on this. So, so just before we get into sort of the movie night thing, got to say, Dave, I think Gemma might get a bit of a sponsorship deal with some sort of shoe or or, or feet cleanser thing. She's obviously into oh toe sucking. God. I mean, we've all got our things, Dave, that we're into. Every single person's got something that gets you off. But I'm not sure I'd be telling people on live telly, like she's saying, and then she's saying to Luca, you know, suck, just go on. And he's like, no. Go on. And then the next minute, he's got, we've got another boner alert, Dave. So he can't get out of the pool. And then, then she's saying, I want you to get more tattoos. And then he's going, well, I want you to take all your clothes off. But, you know, what's he less of your clothes? You know, the, <laughs> there is a bit of banter there between them. But I think. I didn't that, need to see that fucking boner, by the way. No, 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 no. It made me feel better about myself, Dave. I'll be honest. But, <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, I know that's a thing that all, but there was only one other thing that was quite funny was at Davide when it all kicked off with Tasha again. And Davide went, uh, she she never cried when Andrew were with Coco or when he were licking her tid or booby and but yeah. crying now. <laughs> fucking pissy myself. See what, what Davide was saying was worse, really, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. But Lucas just got a bit more of a I don't know. He, he doesn't get away with it as much. And Davide just says what he wants. He's the brutal truth sometimes. I don't know if it's his accent. Is it his accent that just gives him a free I, pass on this stuff? I think with a lot of the emails we've received and, and we've seen it on Twitter and that, I think a lot of people are right is some of the things he said, If and it was one of the emails we got the other day, was, uh, and, and, apologies, I can't remember who sent it because we had that many, but it, it was basically saying if it was a, a, like someone with an English accent speaking like that, They'd be all they'd be pulled over the coals, Dave. And I think absolutely correct. Mm. I think I think that's true. I think a lot of the stuff he said, he's he's fucking bordering on just completely offensive. But because he's got the accent, it's like and it sounds so bad, and it's not an excuse because you can't forgive bad behavior. But 
he's like Manuel out of Faulty Towers, isn't it? You know, like he, he just he says oh like, God. I know nothing. You know, and all these sort of stupid. You know, there's just silly things, and and for some reason everyone absolutely loves him. But I think there's a point behind that. I do think there's a point because I think you're right. That I mean, he did obviously. If Tasha had heard it, Dave, oh my God, that would have been it. She'd have been storming out the villa. But mm. I, I, I do think there is an argument for that. To be fair, even though I like Davide, I do think sometimes he does overstep the mark, but he gets away with it because of his accent. It, probably, but in this moment, like you say, um, he was speaking the truth, wasn't he? Yeah. You know, like the whole thing with Andrew sucking or licking at it or whatever um <laughs> she, was, she wasn't as bothered by that but you know pretty white blonde girl uh might not be popular uh then all the tears come out yeah which is so just- I, I think like I say luca's the one who was saying it to her um and, and then becomes the bad guy but every, I, th- I get the impression there's a lot of people in that villa who are just a bit fed up with it now yeah, I think so. I think that's become quite apparent. I agree with that. But Dave, we get movie night, right? I've got a bit of an issue with with the first one, definitely. So, so we know by this YouTube, this other podcasting on YouTube, that there is a lot of things they've interviewed. We keep saying it, they've interviewed the, the ex Islanders, and there's loads of things we know. There's loads of things that are going to get cut because they're there twenty four seven. The unseen bits adds a lot of meat onto the bones of a lot of the characters who you think mm. are quite boring. Like Gemma's quite funny when you watch unseen bits. Some of the other characters, they're, they're having a good laugh. Like Danica, you know, all we ever see is do his job interviews, but she's really like doing all dancing and moves and she's getting everything going. She's she's almost like a, a kid's entertainer in some respects, Dave, in some of the things we've seen and some of like the stuff on social media. But the, we never saw the Ekin, Sue and George thing. And, and, you know, obviously they've got to answer questions. And the first question there, let's be honest, who the fuck has got an 18-inch cock, Dave? Jesus oh, Christ. Jesus. A fucking racehorse. <laughs> fuck me. I thought, I thought the boys were going to lose that challenge, right? Because I thought they're going to over-exaggerate, you know, what the biggest one is. And the girls would be a bit more, you know, accurate with it so they said fucking 18 inches i'm like don't be fucking silly <laughs> but turns out it is what that's, the fuck do you do with that they, that's turn them like into a fucking to, human yeah. tripod <laughs> that's like i suppose you've got a concert you've got somewhere to sit on but but it's like it's from your elbow to your fingers that i'm doing it now and i'm thinking i mean i'm i'm, I'm not going to give away my measurements day but i do feel rather inadequate <laughs> moment of looking at that seriously what the fuck could you do with that i don't know i honestly it, I, don't know i probably don't want the answer to that no. that is just unmanageable surely you you, you must pass out dave because obviously you get that rush of blood uh you must pass out where the blood must all go to that area <laughs> i just fucking yeah it, it beggars belief <laughs> so I mean I was I was surprised. I mean I forgot Chris that that they had this kind of quiz element to the movie night. And it, yeah. it it makes me nervous. I I think like maybe if the girls win uh or, or rather the boys win and you know Andrew gets off scot free with his whole canoodling with Coco but I don't want him to I want to see that. So yeah I just bit gutted by that i think we're still going to see all of them dave i'll be honest with you 
I think there might be something saying, right, you, you know, there's got to be something because it was called Noah Ekins who did last summer. So mm. we've had a lot, what I wasn't uncomfortable with, right? We've had a lot of discussions on Facebook, on our page, Chris and Dave's reality TV cast. And, and it was basically a lot of people, it's been implied that it wasn't consensual, Dave, and that he got a bit handsy with her. And, you know, and, and I don't agree with the fact that we've sort of seen what's happened, but I didn't see anything. If I'm being honest, I didn't see yeah. anything, but we didn't see the discussion with George, even though he's denied it. And we've, we've talked about this. So I was quite uncomfortable the way they framed all that. If I'm being honest, Dave, they should have shown it from the start. Let everyone make their mind up, but they've given it a massive guessing game. And, mm. and we've had some amazing discussions on the Facebook. I mean, some real honest discussions with people very, very uncomfortable and quite rightly. So I, for one day, I'm going to say, I thought it was, it was, that was really poor taste, I thought, to be honest, because they absolutely did a number on Ekinsu. I didn't see yeah. what she's supposed to have done. And the fact they cut stuff out, it also plays into the narrative that I think they're going to show Andrew with Yasmin. Jasmine, even though we said we've not seen her, I think they've kept that back and we're going to see that on Sunday. But for me, I was really uncomfortable with that. I thought, this is fucking bollocks, what they've done. Yeah, I think they've, they've left it. They've cut it so it's deliberately vague and inconclusive and i think the the unfortunate thing is because she's had that conversation after you know don't tell anyone it makes her sound like she's done something yeah that's the thing that, that i think davide is picking up on but from the bed scene they've like you say they've deliberately cut it so you you can't really see what's happening it's almost like the aftermath of something yeah. but uh, and yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's not a good look, ITV. Um, no. So yeah, let, let's see where that one goes. Yeah, I and mean, she may explain to that. I mean, Davide didn't seem asked to be honest, Dave, because I'm sure he was doing the same. And and he went, "You're a lie," and started laughing. He was sort of smirking under his under his breath. So they're not going anywhere, them two. They might have a dust up, but they'll be back but together. The only thing I think is, you know, he's got. Trust issues, hasn't he? Yeah. You know, we saw a couple of episodes ago that, you know, when he's actually threatened, because he didn't think any of the Casamorians were were actually... Um, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I'm going to fucking off. keep on with it. Um, he didn't think they were worthy of someone like Ekinsu. So he didn't feel challenged at all. But the fact that, um, you know, when Adam comes in, all oh, right, okay, this, this guy... It is a bit of a threat to me. And that, that brought out all of his kind of insecurities. And so I, I don't know whether he'll just brush it off or not, but uh, I guess let's see. But like you say, usually I'm chomping at the bit for the drama, but like you say, against this backdrop of like, well, what really happened, you know, was, was George just being a bit handsy or, was it genuinely a two-way thing? Because it's so inconclusive, it's just it's hard to get fully invested in this bit. Yeah, yeah, and we we may get the whole thing. I mean, I, I mean, to be honest, they showed Ekinson, and then it was Gemma, and I thought they've done a number on Gemma, and she's not done anything. Yeah, there was that little yeah, bit yeah. of flirting with Billy, and Billy's Billy's there laughing. I must admit, the guy of the whole episode was Deji. Dave, fucking brilliant. His <laughs> yeah. face was fucking, that is going to be a meme, meme. <laughs> unbelievable. His face, he just kept going and smiling and looking to the right, uh, looking to his right all the time. I was pissing myself. 
everything that happened, they just panned to him. And I know he's not had a lot of airtime, but I thought that was one of the best moments I've seen this year because he was fucking lapping it up. He was sort of saying, well, I'm not with anyone, but let's see all you lot fucking burn into <laughs> yeah. the ground. So, he was us, wasn't he? Yeah, he, <laughs> he was. was. the audience. He was brilliant. But the Gemma thing, I don't get it. And then this is what I was saying about siding with Luca at the start, and I'm sure you're going to say the same, but this is where he comes out and just a cock. I don't think there's any... And he seemed to be more annoyed at Billy. But like, you don't fucking love Ireland. Adam's coming. Your mate Jax has gone. Not just because of Adam, but it's one of the, you know, there was an issue with Adam, which sort of tipped him over the head. So so the name of the game is to recouple with people. What's your problem? You've come into couple with someone and he's, he's just got a weird arrogance about him, Luke, and he completely double standard to it all. So I, I can't wait to see, we know he didn't do anything, but I can't wait to see what happens on Sunday because I think Gemma finally might fucking give him a roasting. I don't know, you know, tonight's episode... I- I think Gemma's in. I think she's into him. And she's just very good at putting her cards close to her chest. And I think I've seen, you know, some behaviors before where I think, oh, no, he's he's almost giving her the ick. But no, I I do think she's in. And so I I don't think she will. They'll have a a bit of a dust up, but I think he'll be more annoyed with Billy. Uh, Like you say, Luca here, he's not the first hypocrite on Love Island who, you know, we're all here to crack on. Um, How dare you? You should have had a conversation with me. You should have asked my permission before you went and had a chat with the person I'm coupled up with, but not actually boyfriend and girlfriend. So, you know, I I can't, I I didn't get as annoyed at him for this as you. I just thought I'm rubbing my hands and thinking, oh, this is going to create a bit of drama between him and Billy. Maybe Gemma. But I, I don't know. I, I think the power balance, honestly, of that relationship, I think she'll just tell him to stop being a dick and that's it. He'll, he'll say, ha, 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 I was just joking. Um, I think he'll go at Billy more. Mm, yeah, interesting, Dave. But again, and that's a great take on it. You could be right. They, again, though, Dave, they fucking left us, like you said, on a cliffhanger. And it looks like part two is even juicier. But obviously, that's going to be dusted off at the start of the episode on Sunday. So I can't wait. I was like, you, I was fuming because it got to like quarter to 10, and I'm thinking, this is going off at five past 10. You wankers, you absolute wankers. You called it from the the get go. And I'm like, it's like when they say a new bombshell's coming in and you don't see him until the last scene, and everyone goes, you know, and you've been bigging it up for a couple of days. And I was like, Dave's so right. And I I can't wait now. I'm I'm fucking wishing my weekend away now, Dave, just to see this. It's so bad. Bastards, aren't they? It's like Friday night, you're all happy. Here's the weekend. Love Island finishes. You're like, fucking roll on Sunday night. Like, (laughs) it's not a normal emotion to have. Um, But yeah, it does look juicy, doesn't it? And it looks like, you know, they're going to show something with India, which Dami doesn't like. Now, I don't remember India particularly doing anything certainly not in fucking comparison to what dammy was doing so no. you know again I, I don't like this the fact that you know they can show one side and not the other just producers just show it all fuck the quiz off just make them watch every fucking clip and then edit it shows the best bits I agree. I agree. So, Dave, we've not had any emails today, so it's a bit of a smaller episode, but big thank you to everyone who sent emails in, guys. You've sent so many good emails over this series. Keep them coming. Chris and uh, 
not Chris and Dave. I keep saying this. I don't know why, Dave. We must have an alternative email. <laughs> email cdrealitycast at gmail.com. If you want to follow us on social media, at cdrealitycast. And if you want to support us a little bit more, get up to patreon.com forward slash cdrealitycast on Facebook, Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast. And we are getting up to 300 followers on there, Dave, and friends. So thank you so much, guys. So today's roll call of honor is... Gavin, Maggie, Kristen, Zoe, Tom, Gillian, Michelle, Keith, Helen, Brianna, Neve, Jacqueline, Noreen, Amy, Joanna, Helen, Libby, Katie, Dee Dee, Hannah, Priscilla, Susan, Hennessy, Haley, Lauren, Luckily, Green, and Kent Gustafson. Dave, you know what? I want you to listen to this next one. You're definitely doing the next one. And also, we have had a message from our good friend, Joe, which we should have played yesterday. So, Dave, take it away, my friend. First point um, today is nobody's mentioned this, but when um, the episode that Jack left, um, him and Paige were sitting down at blah, blah, blah. (laughs) I know I'm bored with it all too. Um, And Paige said to Jack, I thought we'd discuss this. I thought you were going to really try to not kick off and to handle situations differently. So I reckon because of how Paige was with him, I think there is so much that's happened that we don't know about. Because if they've already had a conversation where she's told him that to stay with her, he needs to calm the fuck down, then I think there's a lot more that we're just not being privy to. So it makes me wonder how bad it got that they couldn't show it. That's point number one. Point number two, you've never heard of Becky Hill. Oi, oi, granddads. How dare Joe, Dave? How dare her? <laughs> I'm not having that at all. I don't know who she is. I'll be honest with you, Dave. Even Sam said to me, she went, you don't know who Becky Hill is? Because we call, I call her Jessica Hill. Je- I mean, Jessica Hill's the bloody runner. So, yeah, Jessica and his hill. But, yeah, we, I, I don't listen to chart stuff. It's a load of shit. So it's just not my thing. I listen to absolute 80s and absolute 90s. That is, yeah. And that's where it stops. Yeah, I'm the same. I've got the same rotation of Spotify. It's, it's Oasis, Rock, I don't mind. I don't mind some of the some of the eighties, uh, I suppose, day, but seventies. Mine's really rock stuff like that. But yeah, just not indie indie music. That is not thing. I mean, I do like a bit of George Michael, Elton John. I do oh, like them. I fucking love brilliant though, aren't Queen. They? Yeah, Queen as well. So uh, anyway, but yeah, thanks <laughs> Joe for that calling us granddads. <laughs> Old man radio. Yeah, <laughs> let's rock. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Yeah. <laughs> well, Chris, let, I think let's try not to wish away the weekend. Let's enjoy the weekend. But fucking hell, I can't wait till Sunday night. So thank you very much, sir. Thanks to everyone out there for listening. And we'll speak to you next time. Bye.